Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. For the first time in six years, the New York Giants are in the NFL playoffs. It's Let's Canty, go! Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Canty, Happy New Year! The Giants are back in the postseason. Merry New Year. New Year, <laughs> new Giants. And I love the fact that they were able to get it done, Carlin, in front of the greats. Lawrence Taylor in the building. Stephen Baker in the building. Otis Anderson in the building. Even some of my teammates, Ahmad Bradshaw, Chris Snead, David Tyree. Everybody was on hand. Lawrence Taylor coming out of the tunnel, ringing the bell. And the Giants answered the bell yesterday with a big-time performance. And Daniel Jones was front and center. So much to get to on this Week 17 Football Monday, including Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Let's not go taking bows quite yet. We'll get to that in just a little bit. We'll get to the disaster that is the New York Jets in just a little bit in now finding themselves in out of the playoffs yet again. But let's roll. Here we go! Only one place to start. And that place is at the Meadowlands with the Giants' win yesterday. And look, let's just make it simple, okay? For the first time in a long time, the New York Giants' organization has actually been stabilized by Brian Dable, by Joe Shane. But the head coach and the effect that he has had on that organization has been uh, outstanding. And what I really love, Canty, is that a few weeks back, they're going through a brutal stretch. They're getting their doors blown off by the Eagles. They cannot find their way uh, anywhere near the end zone in a couple of spots, and yet somehow, stabilization. They come back. They put themselves in positions. They lose a tight game to the Vikings, but they put themselves in positions to win. And yesterday, what you love the most is that is a bad football team they are playing that they never, ever, ever gave a sniff to in that game. No, you're absolutely right, Carlin. And you talk about that midseason swoon that they went on because after their bye week, they beat the Houston Texans. They, that means they get out to a 7-2 and two start. And then, Carlin, you're talking about a stretch of six games where the Giants go 1-4-1. One, and one. and at that point, you're wondering if they're going to be able to resurrect their playoff It looked playoff like they were hopes. at a guess. They did. They did. It looked like Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones had run out of steam, and you were wondering – in the most important game of Saquon and DJ's career, would those guys be able to step up? The last home game of the season in MetLife Stadium for the Giants, and those guys played out of their minds, particularly Daniel Jones, who was near flawless in that game as far as his decision-making is concerned. Carlin, in the red zone, Daniel Jones 3-5 of passing, two touchdowns. In the red zone, Daniel Jones two rushing touchdowns. You're talking about a quarterback that – The organization was on the fence on coming into this season. Remember, they declined his fifth-year option. So this was a true prove-it year. And Daniel Jones, I don't know that we can overstate the statement that he made about his prospects of being the Giants quarterback for the future. Well, here he is on what Brian Dable has actually meant to him in his season. He's meant a lot. He's, uh, you know, I've learned a lot from him, a lot of football. I've grown a lot as a player and, you know, I appreciate his, his support and, and giving me the chance to go out there and, and play. So he's helped me a lot. He's helped all of us a lot. Definitely, definitely grateful for him. Jones deserves credit. Dable deserves more because Dable has turned Jones into a better than serviceable quarterback. And, and look, I still don't know 
that Jones is the long-term answer here, and people can scream and yell all they want about how this is a different player. That's still to be determined, okay? If you want to sign him to a a shorter-term deal to be your quarterback for the next couple of years, that's great. Mm -hmm. He has not found, uh, this is not Josh Allen now. That's not what has happened here. But having said that, this is a coach who has come in and set a particular tone about what expectations are and just about where there was a sense of purpose and direction for a team that was rudderless for a long time. Well, yeah, a lot of that had to do with the quarterback turning the football over, though, Carlin, coming into this season. And he's not doing that now. Well, that's my point. And that's Brian Dayball's effect, right? Mm -hmm. How he's been able to get Daniel Jones on the other side of all of the giveaways. I mean, coming into this year, Daniel Jones had accounted for 50 total touchdowns to 49 total turnovers. This year, 22 total touchdowns for Daniel Jones to only eight giveaways. That You can win with that when you have a solid defense. You also got to give credit to Wink Martindale, their defensive coordinator, who's been able to re- reshape what that group looks like. So I think that this team understands who they are, they understand who they aren't, and they, they lean into what Brian Dayball outlines as their formula for success week in and week out. Are they going to scare anybody once they get into the postseason? No. But I think this is a huge step in terms of the organization getting on solid footing and for Brian Dayball in terms of his program building, being able to establish that level of credibility with the guys in the locker room. Players now know when he says something, when he stands in front of the team and he gives the breakdown and he tells the strategy of what we're going to try to do, they can trust that there's a good chance that it's going to work out if they execute. You hadn't been able to say that before during the Pat Shermer Ben McAdoo era of Giants football. Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. This is the other part that you love about Dable. Listen to his answer about how he was going to handle Week 18 against the Eagles in a game that means essentially nothing for the New York Giants being locked in where they are as a sixth seed. I mean, any thought to if we got to pull back on some guys this week, we, we I, will or rest? No. Any rest? No. No. It's not, you get rest after the season. It's a long season. This is the fun part of the season. It's fun part of the season when you're winning. It's or bad part of the season when you're losing. <laughs> I was doing the post game, and when he said that, I loved it, man. Yeah. And I was like, don't don't censor yourself. Just go ahead and say it the way you wanted to say it, uh-huh. because that authenticity is why this team responds to him. That's why it matters. Now, the rust versus rest argument, I was doing the post-game show yesterday with Sean O'Hara, and he brought up what happened in 2007 when the New York Giants clinched a playoff spot, a wild-card spot, in Week 16 up in Buffalo, and then came back and played all of their starters Week 17 against the Patriots, who were at that time undefeated. And even though the Giants lost, it was a 38-35 ball game, and that game is what gave them the confidence to believe that they could go on a Super Bowl run. Now, I'm not saying that the Giants are going to go on a Super Bowl run, but what I am saying is that they want to keep this momentum going, and so I completely understand why Brian Dayball wants to play all of his starters going up against a Philadelphia Eagles team that has everything to play for. The number one seed is still up for grabs in the NFC based on them losing yesterday to the New Orleans Saints. We're anticipating that we're going to see Jalen Hurts in that game. Why not? match your best against their best, and see where you stack up in terms of that being the litmus for well, the Well, the only thing I'll say about this is there were two things to that. Number one, that was an undefeated Patriots team. So there was history of the league 
on the line there mm. as part of what Tom Coughlin was understanding going into that game. Secondly, when it comes to Dable here, you may start guys, you may play guys. I don't see them playing them the whole game. Mm. Where you are right now, is it important enough for you to force the Eagles to not be the number one seed? to play your starters the entire game and potentially lose somebody, especially considering how things have gone on the offensive line? I don't know about that. No, I hear what you're saying, but you want to make sure that your guys are playing their best ball. And if they go into the game thinking that they're only playing a quarter or only playing a half, as a player, it's not a light switch. I, I think you have to go in with the mentality that we're going to play. And we're oh, gonna I'm try not telling to win them how game. long they're playing. And I'm telling them when I'm pulling but them But here's the other thing, though, <laughs> Carlin. It's not just about this year with this Giants team. It's not just about this year. And this Philadelphia Eagles team is going to be a squad that you're going to have to go through if you want to win this division for the foreseeable. So this is an opportunity to make a statement about what your program is about, what your ball club is about. And I think that's why Brian Dayball is adamant that he's going to play his guys. But big picture, man, even the most optimistic Giants fan could not have anticipated that this season would go this well, Carlin. No, absolutely not. Now, the one thing I will say is, Chris, if they get the Vikings... They got a chance to win. That's a winnable game. That is absolutely yeah. a winnable game yeah. because yeah. the the Vikings I mean, listen, are just I mean, lost. Christmas Eve game <clears throat> against the Vikings. The Giants did not play their best ball, and that game came down to a sixty-yard yeah. field goal by Greg Joseph. So yeah. I mean, I, like it's not outside of the realm of possibility that they can go on the road and beat the Minnesota Vikings, especially if that game is a four twenty-five kickoff. Yeah, or an eight o'clock kickoff because we know how Kirk Cousins is. He's the new nightmare. But if you're not playing at one o'clock. You got a chance against him. Well, it, it, I understand that, but I would also say that, you know, if maybe some of his offensive linemen are playing in front of him uh, at 4 o'clock or 8 o'clock or whenever, because that seems to be a mess right now with the yeah. Vikings, too. Yeah. Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Are the Giants actually a team that could win a game or two in the postseason? It depends on the matchup, but we want to hear from you as you become a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. Happy New... How long do I have to keep saying Happy New Year? Today and that's uh, it? Yeah, I think that's the shelf life. It's got to be, right? Yeah. I, I don't want to hear it by the end of the week. No. No, no, no. no. Happy New Year. As you Merry can tell. New Year. Yeah. I, I say it with yeah. true, true feeling, as you can tell. So we get to it all. <laughs> Only you can be grumpy on the second I'm not grumpy. Year, second I, day of a new year. I, I am Only fired you. up. I am very fired up because we were just talking about the Vikings, and that will lead us to who the Vikings played yesterday and what happened. 888-SAY-ESPN. Lines are open right now for you on the Giants situation. But up next, we get to the Packers as well. If you think Aaron Rodgers is the reason that they're winning now all of a sudden and they're in the position they are, start watching football. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com slash greenberg and use code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com slash greenberg code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy 10 seconds on the clock how many things can you name that are always growing your relationships your skills your customer base How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Here's the snap. Rush on. Rodgers buying time. Looking. Lost. Looks out of the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Robert Tanyan. Right side of the end zone. It's 23-3. They beat Josh Metellus. I'll tell you what, that was a beatdown. A beatdown. 620 <laughs> WTMJ, Milwaukee. Packers, they just throttled the Minnesota Vikings yesterday. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That one, That's what makes them... America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. We got a couple of calls to hit first. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Before we hear from Aaron Rodgers, E. Frank in Queens, New York, up first on ESPN Radio. E. Frank, what's up, buddy? Yeah, what's up? Good morning, guys, and Happy New Year. You know, I I actually am a New York Jets fan. Uh, I understand mathematically at this point in time they... Even if they go 8-9, and nine, someone has to take that wild card, and they did all they could, and too much hype over that. And, of course, uh, I would also like to say that, you know, this uh, playoff picture, uh, including the Giants who made it into the playoffs, is going to look more like uh, when my good friend uh, Lionel Andre Messi uh, in 2018 uh, uh, Moscow-Russian World Cup it thought he kicked in a goal and it didn't go in. Well, that's the same theory that's going on now. You know, I thought the exact same thing. Thanks for the call. <laughs> oh, my God. Darius, save me. El Paso, Texas. I, I can't even follow that up. What a way to start the new year. Darius, what's up? Hey, happy new year. So, first of all, let me touch on my Minnesota Vikings. I'm a heartbreak Vikings fan, unfortunately. You know, uh, we, we won 12 games, but what is it? I mean, 
we when we lose, we lose. When we win, we just squeak it out. But damn, we're twelve. We're twelve wins. We might play the Giants in the playoffs. I mean, our defense is. I don't know. We've been outscored by so many points. Um, what do you think about our chances in the playoffs? And I mean, we got a four-headed monster. Really think about it. Hawkinson, uh, Dalvin Cook. We got Justin Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. If they click, we can make it, right? You tell me, Chris. I'm just going to say this. Yesterday, Jair Alexander had Justin Jefferson in a straight jacket. So much so that Justin Jefferson almost hit the ref with his helmet because he wanted to throw it down and slam it on the ground. That's how bad it was, and that's how much frustration that Vikings offense had. They couldn't get the run game going, which in turn limited the opportunity to set up chunk plays and play action passing. And then you had to start the game, a kickoff return for a touchdown. Well, not to start the game, but early on in the game. And then you had to pick six. So before you can blink, you're down 14-3. to Not exactly how you script it if you're Kevin O'Connell. Now, I thought things were going to take a positive turn for Minnesota because they blocked the punt early on that led to a field goal. But that sudden change defense by the Packers is where I think the worm turned for the Vikings. To be able to hold them to three in that spot as opposed to allowing a touchdown, I think that opened the door for everything else that ensued. And give credit where credit is due. Green Bay leaned into what should be the identity of their offense, Carlin, which is the running game. Yeah. They run the football, they win, Carlin. Yep. Yesterday, another alpha performance. 32 rushes for 164 yards. You know how many pass attempts Aaron Rodgers had yesterday? 24. There you go. So all you need to know is that if the Packers want to win, run the football. Carlin, when they run the ball 25 times or more, this team is 8-2. and two. When they don't, they're over. They're 0-6 when they don't get to 25 rush attempts. That is the identity of their team. That is their formula for success. That's what they need to ride into Week 18 if they want to try to get into the postseason. Well, this is where uh, the the Rodgers truthers, I think, just have to wake up as to what's going on because that is why they are winning. And if you want to talk about the fact that he makes big throws when he needs to, that's great. They're not winning because of Aaron Rodgers. They are winning because that defense has been better, and they are winning because of what Chris just talked about. And... As far as Rodgers is concerned, uh, you're making $50 million a year. You have had the worst body language of anybody in football for most of the season with your receivers because you continue to get frustrated by them. And I get it. I get it. You don't have the guys that you used to have to play with, but there's nobody to blame but yourself for that because you're making $50 million a year. So now we got him after the game yesterday pounded his chest about where the Packers are. Take a listen to Aaron Rodgers uh, after the game yesterday and speaking up about, you know, the haters. When we were sitting at 3-6 and six, and we looked at the next three, at the time, Tennessee was playing really well. Obviously, Cowboys playing well in Philly. It was number one in the league. And I just felt like if we get one of those, we can win the last five. And 9-8 and eight was going to get in. Didn't really go around saying that because you don't really want to say, hey, if we just get one of these next three, you know. We can maybe make the playoffs, but in my head, that's what I was thinking. We're becoming a more dangerous team, and I, you know, we've all seen some of the uh, commentary outside as we went from four and eight to five and eight to six and eight, and nobody's worried about the Packers and blah 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 blah. Now, what are you going to say? What I'm going to say is this: I, I'm still not worried about the Packers. I, 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 great for good for you. I'm glad that you've been able to find your ways back into this and actually make a season out of what was an utter disaster to begin with. It's great that you knew if you just got one of those three games, because mm-hmm. somehow we're going to be in this position. Yeah, That's all fine. I, I'm, I'm sorry. 
if we want to talk about who's been the biggest reason or a bigger reason for his team's success right now, I could argue that Brock Purdy has been a bigger reason for the 49ers' success of late than Aaron Rodgers has been. Rodgers has been about everybody else. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. We thought that coming into this season, the Packers' defense would be good enough to carry the offense until they figured it out, right? A lot of new with the skill position core for the Packers' offense, all of those young receivers, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. We were going to, you know, it was going to be on-the-job training. It was going to be new learning for Aaron Rodgers included. So we thought that this defense would be good enough. That hasn't been the case early on, but now it feels like that defense is starting to turn a corner, especially the way the secondary has played the last couple of games. And so I think the combination of that with the Packers starting to run the football more is why they're in the position that they're in. It has very little to do with Aaron Rodgers. I think it's more so the run game and the defense playing up to their potential, Carl, and that's why they have a win-and-end situation. They have a clear path to the postseason. I know the Seahawks and the Detroit Lions are in the mix, but if the Packers win Week 18 in Lambeau Field, they're in the playoffs. If the Detroit Lions win, they need the Seattle Seahawks to lose. If the Seattle Seahawks win, they need the Detroit Lions to win. Like it, it, Those other two teams that are in the mix for that last wild card in the NFC, they have moving parts in terms of their path to the postseason. Green Bay is simple, win and in. And so there's even more pressure on Aaron Rodgers to deliver in this spot. And Carlin. A lot of people are going to say he's going to get it done. They're going to reel off five in a row. I'm just going to go out here and say this. I still don't trust it. Neither do I. Neither do I. And if you're going to look at things realistically and fairly, yes, the Lions defense has not been a good one all year. No. It's getting better in some spots. Yeah. Getting to the quarterback, they they seem to do that pretty well with their younger guys. Just be careful here. Be careful. Pounding yourselves on the chest about where they are right now. You still got to get in. You do. And you still got to get in. I, I would point to, it, it, it's great that you feel very confident right now. Where was all of this six weeks ago? Where was it? And I, I know it takes some teams a while to find what their identity is. None of what has happened this year would change my mind remotely if I were the Packers moving forward about the future. But it will. And, and, but, but, and it but, will. But it will. It will. And because because Rodgers won't go anywhere, and they will be stuck in the same spot next year. Yeah, which means that Jordan Love is now available for trade this offseason because you know he's intimated as such with some of the you know, beat reporters around the Green Bay Packers. So uh, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers getting to the postseason is consequential in terms of the organization charting a path forward with their quarterback spot. But you can't make the argument, Carlin, that you know Aaron, Aaron Rodgers isn't worth it if you're talking about this team being able to get into the postseason after the start that they've had. Because when you have number 12 on the field, he gives you a chance. Now, do I think they can compete at a championship level? No, I don't. But I think the win for them this year is getting in. But that just shows you how far off of the expectations the Green Bay Packers have come because you don't pay a quarterback $50 million a year if you're just talking about him being able to barely squeak into the playoffs. And by the way, if you get in, you're playing the 49ers. Goodbye. Yeah, grand opening, grand closing. Yeah. They haven't fared well against the 49ers no. the last couple of tries. No, 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 no. <laughs> in fact, that block punt yesterday, eerily reminiscent of <laughs> what happened last year. Yeah, exactly. And I love Rich Passaccia, but, you know, it, it, all right, you had a couple of kick returns. That maybe that's had a better impact but yeah but i mean here's the thing even if they get into the postseason it's hard to call this a successful season for aaron Rodgers. does that make sense absolutely 
You got into the playoffs. So, Good so for why, you. So why are you taking a victory lap? Exactly. It, it's just it's it tells you exactly where the guys head at if you really truly want to pay attention to what's going on. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app for the ones who get it done. Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. The ball is picked up, and that should end. The ball is still live and diving for it. The Buccaneers have come up with the ball. That's the final play. What a way to finish. Wow. The old hook and lateral up for grabs, and the Bucks win. Fire the cannons. We're going to the playoffs. Wow. Uh, listen, I get it. Everybody says the same thing. Don't ever rule them out when it comes to Tom Brady, and there's a reason for that. Man. There is a reason for that. It's Cantia Carlin for Greeny on ESPN Radio. That was 98 Rock. The Bucks beating the Panthers 30-24 to and clinching the NFC South. Brady and Mike Evans, 207 yards and three touchdowns. And listen, those deep balls, like we used to talk about not too long ago, about how Brady was not throwing the deep ball nearly as much yep. anymore. Yep. And we certainly talked about the the problems that he had with Mike Evans um, in, when they weren't connecting. And uh, it's funny to hear Brady say something like, to going to Mike Evans, I'm just going to keep going to you. I'm just going to keep going to you. Because that's a confident guy who understands what that guy's about and is going to continue to try to make plays with a great, great player as opposed to giving up on him. Well, it made sense to keep going to Mike Evans, keeping in mind that the Carolina Panthers secondary was shorthanded, right, Carlin? They had to sign Josh Norman earlier this week. Who was a barista last week. That's my point. His own store, mind you. They they were (laughs) shorthanded on the back end, and so trying to exploit that matchup made all the sense in the world. But this game was touch and go until about midway through the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, at the start of the fourth quarter, the Carolina Panthers were up 21-10. This felt like a game, a season that the Bucks were going to let get away, but that's the beauty of having a guy like Tom Brady. You're never quite out of it. This season, Carlin, he's got five game-winning drives and four fourth-quarter comebacks. It's been unbelievable. Now, it's unfortunate that this team has put him in that position, but when Tom Brady has been up against it and he has to go with the no-huddle offense and he's calling the plays from the line of scrimmage, the offense seems to be in more of a rhythm they seem to be able to click a little better. And so you're wondering if Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady can figure out exactly what's happening in those moments and be able to put that together for 60 minutes. But yesterday's performance was just incredible. And again, Tom Brady's letting people know that he can still play football. Carlin, when I looked up at the season leaders in passing yards, Tom Brady is second in passing yards behind Pat Mahomes. Second. <laughs> second this season, Carlin. You wouldn't think it with how bad or how inconsistent the Bucks have been, but that's where Tom Brady is. And then, Carlin, a little bit of history that Tom Brady's made yesterday, too. He's completed 21 seasons in the NFL. He's won the division 19 times. He's completed 21 <laughs> seasons as a starter in the NFL. He's won the division 19 times. So this is a guy that you can't count out. And, Carlin, this is the scariest matchup for the number two team in the NFC East, whoever that ends up being. Do you believe that for the Cowboys, this is a real problem? Carlin, I don't want to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. 
I don't. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady, when he gets into the postseason, Carlin, 19, 19 postseason appearances, Tom Brady has only had a wild card exit in three of them. 19 postseason appearances, wild card exit in three of them. That's rough. I tell you, that is rough. And that is, you talk about wanting to win a division, let alone home field. I mean, there's plenty of motivation there for the Eagles to begin with. Yeah. And the way things are going with that team, we'll get to them. Uh, you do not want to play them either. You Hell do, no. Yeah. And Hell I went, no. a couple of weeks ago, I would not have said it mattered who the Eagles are playing. Well, it does now. Yeah. It absolutely does now. And as far as Brady's concerned, here he is on getting back into rhythm with Mike Evans, the fact that they have been able to link up now all of a sudden. Yeah, Mike played awesome, like he always does. You know, I, I love playing out there with him, and he's an amazing player. I've missed him too many times this year, so it was nice to connect with him, and hopefully we can keep that going. I think we will. If you're going to bet against the guy, and I, it, it kills me to say it because I'm one of the many that I still don't think they're doing anything this year. Mm-hmm. They may make it to the divisional weekend. Sure. But I, I don't think they're, do, they're going much beyond that, and it doesn't have anything to do with him. It has to do with that team as a whole, and – the fact that I think they have been incredibly disappointing for the most part this year. And it's good that they're back in the playoffs at 8-8, eight and eight, but, I mean, and so what? You know, they were supposed to be contending for a Super Bowl, and there's no part of the Bucks right now that makes me feel like that's happening. I hear you, but when you look at the landscape of the NFC playoff teams, uh, Carlin, who's, well, the everybody, this who's, the bigger the, issue? who's the quarterback that you trust the most? Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm just asking because we, we don't know what, what's going Everybody on with Everybody is remarkably flawed. We don't flawed. know what's going on with Jalen Hurts. Are you willing to go out there and you say you trust Dak Prescott, who leads the no. league in interceptions? Absolutely. Not after do, Thursday Do you trust Kirk Cousins after what you saw against the Green Bay Packers? Dear God, no. I, I mean, Daniel Jones? No. Let's run down the list. I mean, who do you trust? Is it Aaron Rodgers? If he's got to play the 49ers defense? I kind of trust, trust Brock Purdy. I mean, th- right? <laughs> That's where we're at. It's Brock Purdy. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're at. So... I get why people would want to dismiss the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because they've been the definition of mediocre and inconsistent throughout the entirety of this season. But, Carlin, with a guy like Tom Brady, all you got to do is get him in. And now you're saying that he's going to be in and he's going to have at least one home playoff game? I I, I don't know. I I don't think we we can be so dismissive of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Maybe they might not make a run to the Super Bowl, but... Could they make a deep playoff run? Could Tom Brady win a couple of playoff games and get to the championship game? <sighs> Carl, I, I can't I can't rule it out. I can't rule it out at this point. Canty and Carl on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app in Fort Greene today. Fans in Fort Worth, Texas and Athens, Georgia, still celebrating this morning after a great college football semifinal weekend. The best fan of the month. Brought to you by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Are you actually scared of Tom Brady right now if you're the Eagles or you're the Buccaneers? Or you're the uh, you're the Eagles or the Cowboys? Are you scared of the Tampa Bay Bucks? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Up next, one team made major strides this year, but it's still not a successful season. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and for Greeny. Greeny, the podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antscape presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Death is the only punishment here. Now streaming, FX's Shogun. My master asks, what do you seek here? To vanquish our common enemies. Based on the global bestseller by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. That's it, come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu. Young in motion across the formation. Going to throw back inside. Ball is caught. Touchdown, Seahawks. Yeah. And making the catch is Mabry. And Geno Smith fires a dart to the goal line, and Mabry is the man there to catch it. Oh, the Geno revenge tour continues. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. That was Seattle Sports 7, 10 a.m. Seahawks beat the Jets 23-6. to Jets eliminated. We get to that in just moments. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits. And one of the country's top workplaces. Come join their growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Let's hit a call. Dustin is up next on ESPN Radio. Dustin, what's up, buddy boy? I'm a Cowboys fan, and no, I'm not scared of uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, Why not? We do have to play them again. Uh, because we do have to play them again. Uh, I did, we're definitely a different team than we were the first game we played them at the uh, on the opening weekend. Um, the Bucks are just a bad team. I mean, they do have Tom Brady. The teams they've beaten and came back home, they weren't they weren't good. If you look at all the comebacks they have they've had recently in the games they won, they weren't good. And um I trust that Prescott and they're saying that as an objective Cowboys fan. Um yes, he has fourteen interceptions, but I think the good outweighs the bad in those and uh about six or seven of those have uh you look at the analytics are on Dak. So yes, I definitely trust Dak in at, in that game if we have to play them. Well, I mean, two of the turnovers that he had against the Tennessee Titans were on him. Two of the three, right? I mean, the mm-hmm. one to Peyton Hendershot, it bounces off a Hendershot shoulder pad, gets picked off by Byard. That's not on him. But he stares down Dalton Schultz, gets picked off by Kevin Byard. He also has the fumbled quarterback center exchange. Those are two turnovers on your quarterback. And had you been playing 
a team that is more on par with who you are from a talent standpoint, that could have cost you an opportunity to have a shot at winning the division in Week 18. So I, I, I hear where everybody's at with the Dak Prescott turnovers and how they haven't seemed to matter, Carlin, but at some point that's going to come back to bite you. And usually that happens in the playoffs when you're playing against better competition. The other thing I will say, the Cowboys have played the Bucks each of the last two years, and they've lost in both of those games. Now, those were regular season openers. I get it. Teams grow. Teams change. But at some point, you got to think, maybe the Bucks team is a bad matchup for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. You can absolutely look at it that way, and there are some teams that are just simply that. He makes a fair point. It's not like they've beaten world beaters to get here. No. And it certainly took everything they had to get past Carolina yesterday. I would point out that Carolina's a pretty good defense. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't think they're as good without J.C. Horn, but they're pretty good. And so they did put 30 points up on him yesterday. Yeah. Having said that... They've only beaten two teams with a winning record. The Dallas Cowboys, and they beat the Seattle Seahawks. That's it. That's the list. If you're the Cowboys, you just haven't earned the benefit of the doubt in these situations yet. You know, I, I fully believe that the Cowboys would go to Tampa and beat them, but you haven't earned the benefit of the doubt like you can't worry. Yeah. No, that's that's just not there. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. You know, you take steps forward. You win seven games after a just ugly second year, or first year for Robert Sala, second or third year there for Joe Douglas. You're in the contention for the playoffs until week 17 and your quarterback's been awful all year so you want to feel good about that you have the probably the offensive rookie of the year with Garrett Wilson you have a lot of good pieces in place that's great it was not a successful year for the New York Jets Mm. because you needed one thing Chris and that one thing was to know who your quarterback was for the future and right now you have no idea you have no idea who it is, and it's it's squarely on Joe Douglas. Squarely on Joe Douglas, who has done a lot of good things, but the most important thing so far has been an absolute disaster. Well, Carlin, you know who it's not. It's, it's not Zach Wilson, and it's not Mike White. No. The guy that's the quarterback for the Jets starting week one, 2023, isn't on the roster right now. Now, the way that the quarterback market is shaping up for the offseason – Feels like you're going to have some pretty solid options in Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo. You better we'll, get one. And we'll see what happens with Jordan Love. But when you look at where this team is at right now, Carlin, they are in their window right now. Uh-huh. With the way that this defense is capable of playing and the skill position players that they have, once they get Brees Hall back to go along with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and all of those guys, your offensive line comes back healthy with Elijah Vera Tucker and Kai Becton. This team would be ready to win in 2023, not just get into the postseason, but to make a deep playoff run if you have competent quarterback play. If you can get above average quarterback play, this is a Jets team that can make some noise next season. So that's how important it is to get that position right. But the fact that they've lost five games in a row and they're going to be on the outside looking in of the playoffs after starting 7-4, and four, it only highlights the fact that Joe Douglas missed with the second overall pick two years ago in a quarterback-rich draft. What's going to really be challenging this offseason is that there are going to be plenty of suitors lining up 
four or five at least lining up at Derek Carr. Yeah. And lining up at Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure. One of them's a free agent. One of them you're trading for, which means that that price is going to go up and it may get to an uncomfortable position with both guys. And you have to understand that you have to live in that uncomfortability and go the extra mile to get one of the two, even if they're not amazing quarterbacks, because you have that chance to win right now. Well, just think and about you how, can't blow that. Well, just think about how different the outlook of the Jets would be if Justin Fields was their quarterback versus <sighs> Zach Wilson. Chris, to me, if you take, they I had hate an to put opportunity like, to take Justin Fields, and they took Zach Wilson. I'm I'm not patting myself on the back here, but to me, last year Lawrence and Fields were one and one a. Yeah, they were not one and two. Well, and Colin, they were I, one and one a since they were coming out of high school. Did they really believe that off of one throw on a pro day that Wilson was the guy, or was it because of the owner's relationship with the Wilson family, or whatever it was? I mean, is, are, are these the reasons he's here? I don't care what the reasons are at this point. For, he's not going anywhere. He's staying on the roster. They're, they're not going to be cutting him this offseason. And so here's my point. You better not be in a position where you got beat out on those other two mm-hmm. next year because you cannot go into next year with this well, being well, yeah, your yeah, best option. That, that would be a failure on Joe Douglas yeah. on top of the failure of missing with the Zach Wilson pick. Well, but Joe has one, to fix that problem. But the one big question that the Jets did answer this year, Carlin, do you have a head coach? Did they? They answered that question. They I, have a head coach. I, they, they weren't ready a, to play yesterday, Chris. Carlin, they have a head coach. <sighs> they have a head coach. Carlin, their head coach's identity is on the defensive side of the ball. Their defense is third in total defense and fourth in scoring defense. That's great. 60-yard run to start. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcasts.